0: Conversation.
1: They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. Well, Royals Fan Fest, is this Friday and Saturday at the Kansas City Convention Center. Man, it's like sports heaven right now in KC with the Chiefs and with FanFest coming up this weekend and to celebrate Fan Fest, we're joined now by Whit Merrifield who led the entire league in hits last year and triples just for good measure. Made his first all-star game, played in all 162 games. The Iron Man, the man. Whit Merrifield joins us right now. First of all, thanks so much for your time and second of all, how's everything going with you? Everything's Good spring
0: training is creeping up.
1: off season's winding down. uh Starting to get that itch back to get back on the
0: field and and back with my teammates. And uh, so yeah, it's about that time. where I'm looking forward to getting started.
1: Yeah, well, we got Royals Fan Fest coming up here this weekend. We got to talk about that on Friday and Saturday, obviously at the KC Convention Center. Royals fans are all excited for that. But also, before we get into that, I know you've become a pretty big Chiefs fan as well. So how excited are you about the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl? I'm
0: fired up. I really am. Um, Being from the southeast, the NFL isn't really a a huge deal. It's it's more about college football. Um, But the the four years I've gotten to spend in Kansas City have really turned me into a a pretty big Chiefs fan. So I'm fired up for you guys. I'm looking forward to it, and I've been trying to work on getting to Miami. So hopefully I can make that happen and
1: and get down there to watch the game. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. So have you ever gone to a Super Bowl? I'm guessing no. I have not.
0: I had planned to go last year when it was in Atlanta. Um, had Kansas City made it and you know unfortunately they didn't but this year uh, still be on the east coast Miami is not too terrible to get to so um, it's gonna be easy to get there it's gonna be easy to find a place to stay I know a lot of people are in Miami but uh, the tickets is kind of I'm sure the hold on to most people uh, it's the same for me so I'm trying to work on tickets and hopefully I can get something figured out and Get down there and support, support our boys.
1: I love it. Did you play football back in the day? I'm guessing you were probably a quarterback. It seems like all MLB players were quarterbacks. Am I right on that? I was a quarterback at a young
0: age. In my town, we started playing tackle football in second grade, and um, I was a quarterback from then until I got to high school. And I was a little bit of a late grower, so trying to grip the high school football was more of a balancing act. And so I made the transition quickly to, to receiver and, and corner. Um, played a couple years and uh, then decided it was it was better to uh, pursue baseball and um, I, I still played basketball but I needed I needed the falls to go out and sort of showcase myself and try to get on some college coaches' radars.
1: My last football question before we get to baseball is you guys do fantasy football don't you you and your teammates don't a lot of you guys do teams? Absolutely. So who, who won the league this year and how was your team?
0: I don't want to speak on that because I don't want to give credit to who won, but my team was extremely good. Uh, we got, we got caught the injury bug and unfortunately didn't, um, had to make a couple of trades that were sort of, uh, high risk, high reward trades didn't work out, but. I still consider myself the top GM in our fantasy league. It just didn't have to work out for me this year. But I'm not going to tell you who won.
1: Probably the person who won had Lamar Jackson. Am I right about that? No, you're not. Really? That just tells you how good a GM I am and how bad the rest of
0: the the league is.
1: Oh, so you had Lamar. Okay. Very nice. I did not.
0: No, no. I I stuck with my guy 1-5 with the Chiefs.
1: Oh, okay. Heck, you can't go wrong with that either. So speaking of one five and the Chiefs and Royals Fan Fest and college basketball, spring training is coming up. It is literally like sports heaven in Kansas City right now. Now, how about you and getting back with your teammates? Not only at Fan Fest but spring training. How stoked are you for that?
0: Fired up. That's, a, that's your family. Um, so just like when the season is is cranked into full gear, I miss my family back home when I'm away. I miss my family back back in Kansas City. So fired up to see. This weekend, and um, looking forward to spending a couple of days with them, and uh, really looking forward to getting to Arizona and, and and getting things rolling.
1: You have a new manager, which we're all excited about, in Mike Matheny. Have you gotten a chance uh, to know him? I'm I'm assuming you've talked to him on the phone a couple of times. Have you? Do you feel like you know him decently well?
0: Yeah, he flew out and had. We sat down and had coffee and, and talked for a couple hours um, a week or two after he officially got the job. So he's. he's seems like he's a great man. Uh, Seems like he's he's got our best interests at heart, and I'm really looking forward to playing for him and playing for a a really good baseball man.
1: Yeah, yeah. He'll fit right in with the culture I think, too. Now, Royals Nation we are all obviously mourning with uh, the passing of former owner Mr. Glass uh, about a week and a half ago, so I'm sure that hit home for you. What are your favorite memories when you think of David Glass?
0: Honestly, I I got to know him a little bit um, through the time I've been in Kansas City, but uh, didn't really get to know him a whole lot, but I, I would say my my I don't know I don't know if it's my favorite memory, but my most repetitive memory that was every time I would see him and we and we have a chance to talk for more than just a quick hello, he would talk to me about um, how he used to he used to watch um, Mickey Mantle and how every every season Mickey Mantle used to drop down five or six two strike bunts and how it worked so well for him and he he wanted me to he was on me all the time about laying down a two-strike bunt huh. and uh i, I would always I say mr glass I, I don't know what to do here i know you're the owner but i feel like if i do that in the game i'm I'm probably gonna get taken out and not play the next day so i'm not sure how to go about this and uh i never had quite the courage to attempt it um but he was always he was all, always on me about trying to trying a two-strike bunt and um you know, maybe up to that, in 2020 as a as a sort of symbol to him.
1: Oh yeah, his family, by the way, I, I got to talk to Dan quite a bit, and dude, they know baseball. They're they are like obsessed. They know the game really well. I'm blown away by how big a fan. I'm sure you, you've met Dan. I'm sure too, right? I've or
0: met that? Dan once or twice. I don't get. I didn't get to um, interact with him as much as as Mr. Glass.
1: Okay. Yeah. True baseball family. I love those people. So you made your first all-star game last year. You deserved to go the year before. That's my words, not yours, but you, uh, led the league in hits again and triples for good measure. How special was that all-star game for you last year?
0: It, it was incredibly special. Um, just to kind of sit back and reflect on my journey throughout the course of my baseball life, uh, to finally get to the, the peak of, uh, of, of the profession. And, um, to enjoy it with my family was something I'll, I'll always remember and always, always cherish. Um, but going back to 2018, I'm going to consider myself an all-star with, uh, all this, all this, uh, stuff that's come out about the Astros. Cause Jose Altuve, took my, took my spot that game. So I'll just, uh, we'll put an asterisk by 2018 and, we'll take that uh, 2018 all-star and, and on top of it, we'll just go ahead and throw it a silver Slugger for good measure.
1: (laughs) I love it. Absolutely. A thousand percent agree with you. So now position player wise getting back Salvi this year. I mean, that's going to be a big lift, not only for the clubhouse, obviously, but on on the field, having that leader and that, you know, that bat in the lineup it lengthens the lineup, you know, how excited are you to have Salvi back this year?
0: We're fired up. He's a perennial all-star uh, can't even, don't even know how many gold gloves and silver sluggers he's won now, but it's a lot. And um, he's played. We've got a couple guys now left between him and, and uh, Gordo and and Duff that have played on the, on the biggest stage and know what it takes to get there. So we need we need all the all the help we can get in terms of that in terms of, in terms of that experience uh, to help some of these guys that haven't had a lot of experience in the big leagues uh, know what it takes to win and what what the sacrifice. Uh, what what that means to get to that level. So um, we need all the help we can get with 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 those guys. And um, you know, I'm I'm just kind of speaking with the assumption that Gordon was coming back. I don't know that, but um, the that's that's huge to have Salvi back because he, uh, like I said, he's one of the best players in the league.
1: Yeah, hopefully Gordo will be back any day now. It sounds like it's it's getting close. Now, obviously, I was going to ask about him anyways. He works as hard as anybody in the game workout-wise, although you're right there with him. Um, I've heard about your legendary off-season workouts, your insane diet that you've had to do with all those eggs. And now I know Nikki Lopez tried a similar workout and eating regime this winter. Have you talked into, uh, or spoken to Nikki much this winter, and how's he doing?
0: A little bit, yeah. I've reached out to him a couple times, and um, every time I t- try to bring up the – the workouts and the eating. He goes, man, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> so I told him at the beginning, I said, you know, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be time consuming, and it's it's going to be very difficult. You're going to have to commit to it. So um, we've kind of left it at that, and I'll be inter- just interested to see what it looks like come spring, and uh, look forward to talking to him about it. But but yeah, Gordo's just a a model of consistency. Uh, what he does day in day out, his work ethic. Uh, he's a guy that you got to have around. You got to have that guy in the clubhouse. And um, as long as, as long as he wants to play, he should have a place to play. He should have a a, a contract offer. And um, I don't care how old he is. I don't care. I, I really don't care. He that guy needs to be in the clubhouse. And um, hopefully we, we can get something done with the team, and and we can have him back for 2020.
1: Now, what was your insane off-season diet the first year? Wasn't it like eight eggs and like seven meals? What was that exactly?
0: Uh yeah it was it was along those lines it was um the 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 goal was for me to I was about 175 pounds and I felt like if I got to 195 I could have the physical stature uh, and and have the ability to drive balls in the gap more and hit those balls over guys' heads and and get more balls out of the park uh, because I felt like that was kind of the way. I was going to be able to get to the big leagues and stick in the big leagues um, was to be able to, you got to hit homers. And it's hard to do in Coffin Stadium. It's probably the hardest stadium in, the, in, the, in all of baseball to hit a home run in. So I knew I had to get stronger. Um, and to do that, I needed to eat. And so I woke up every morning uh, earlier than I ever had, you know, on a consistent basis. I was up about seven every morning uh, making, it was, it was three eggs and uh five or six eggs worth of egg whites and uh, a bowl of oatmeal. Uh I would let that settle for about an hour, then i go to the gym, get my workout in, I work out for a couple hours, more of a transition into more of a uh powerlifting uh, football style workout, uh bench press squat, deadlifts, uh lifting heavy weights, getting stronger, uh physic uh, get putting on more more mass and um i got really strong and i continued to build on that and uh, continue to get as strong i never thought i'd be as strong as i am now and um going back to the diet situation when i needed to put on that weight it was it was the the eggs the the eggs everyone wants to focus on but that wasn't the hard part the hard part was after the workout because i had to eat uh a protein, which is usually chicken uh, a cup of rice and a couple cups of vegetables and then two hours later, I had to do it again two hours later, I had to do it again two hours later, I had to um have a dinner, which I would transition to a red meat throw one a potato um and then eat vegetables. I got really sick of vegetables um and then in, in the night with a with a protein shake and if I was you know still hungry a peanut butter and jelly sandwich but uh, it was, it was the first couple weeks was, was the hardest, the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Uh, not only was the eating hard, but the, the preparation, the cooking, everything that went into it, it was so time consuming. Uh, but as those couple weeks went by, I started getting, getting hungry. Um, I started craving that food in that certain time slot and I got better at cooking. I got better at meal prep and I got it got easier. So uh, once I kind of crossed that barrier, it was just a matter of uh, of staying uh, consistent and sticking to it. And it helped. I put on 20 pounds, and um, my career is, has taken off since.
1: It, well, you're, you're not like Gordon, though, right? You'll have a piece of cake like once a year, right? Not like once a decade like him?
0: No, that's the difference in, in Gordo and I. Is Gordo's uh, Gordo likes to walk around with his shirt off and, and kind of show off his abs a little bit. Uh, I, I enjoy uh, a nice pizza, um, you know, uh, some chicken wings, uh, and then, yeah, like some ice cream or a milkshake every once in a while. And, uh, Gordo is strict about none of that. And like I said, he likes to, he likes to walk around with his shirt off and, and show off what he's got at 36 and good for him. So, but, uh, that's, uh, I, like I said, I'll, I'll stick to my, to my cake and my pizza.
1: Fair enough. Last three questions for you. We're talking to Whit Merrifield. Now we talked about fantasy football earlier. Is it cool knowing that people draft you in fantasy baseball or is that weird? And do people ever like heckle you or yell at you about their fantasy team from the stands?
0: Um, It it is kind of cool. I've never played fantasy baseball, so I'm not really sure how it works. It seems like as much effort as I put into fantasy football, it seems like fantasy baseball would be extreme. So uh I'm not exactly sure how it works, but yeah, people come up to me all the time and tell me I need to, they, I got to go steal more bases or I got to hit more homers or, or whatever. And, you know, I just kind of look at them like, Do you really think I'm not trying? So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's funny how, how the game, especially of football, I, like I said, I, I don't know about baseball, couldn't never play fantasy baseball, but it's amazing how, viewership has kind of shifted since fantasy has really taken over and how people tune in to cheer for certain players in certain situations and how serious people get about it. People get real serious about it, but, um, at the end of the day, I, I, I do enjoy fast, but I also enjoy kicking back and, and watching a good football game.
1: You've had like, I don't know, like six, maybe six bobbleheads now if you include your minor league ones, do you have a favorite bobblehead of yourself?
0: Um, I mean, my first one with Kansas city was, it was pretty cool because it was, I would say the first one that was actually a true bobblehead that really did look like me. And, uh, actually if you bobbled its head, it wouldn't break. So it was, uh, that, that one was a cool one, but the Wilmington blue rocks did a good one this yes. past, this past year, the white, white Goodman one.
1: The um, dodgeball one.
0: Yeah. I thought that one was pretty cool. I, I dressed up as him my freshman year in college. I had a really good costume. And, um, so that was, it was, it was kind of a, Kind of cool to see that transition into a bobblehead. My my college teammates had a had had a fun time with that.
1: Oh, so they knew that then. So that's why Wilmington did that. I didn't realize that. Oh, I, I don't know if they knew that or not. Or if it was a coincidence, but
0: um, yeah, I was a uh, I had a nice little costume my my freshman year at college.
1: Very nice. Well, my last question for you is obviously tell us about FanFest. It's coming up this weekend and how excited you are to come back. Because, by the way, speaking of bobbleheads, I'm assuming you know this, they're having the limited edition Buck O'Neill singing bobbleheads at FanFest. I
0: didn't know. I did not know that. Yes. I didn't know they were the things as singing, singing bobbleheads. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited to get back. I see my guys, I see my teammates. Yeah. Um, it just the Fan Fest is, is is kind of the kickoff to the season. It, you get to kind of get back interacting with the fans, get back to the city, um, see some new faces that that are with the team, um, and just get your mind ready for for baseball season because it's it's uh, coming in it's coming in hot, and we're looking forward
1: to it. Witt, thanks so much for all your time, and we're super excited for FanFest, obviously. And head uh, out to Surprise opening day is, what, about 60 days or so away? So we're excited for this year, and uh, thanks as always for your time, man. All right, thank you.